0: Hello, all my beautiful chosen girls. It's so exciting to be with you here today for this special podcast. With my very dear friend, Sandy Ross. Thank you so much Thank for Thank you for having us. me, Cindy. Yes. We've been friends for a long time. A long time. But, but we're not going to say how long. No. Because we're both very young. <laughs> we are
1: still very young. Very, very young. Until the day we die.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I asked Sandy to come and do a podcast because the summer series of the Bible study is going to be starting very soon. Actually, June 1st. And it goes through July 6th. And the topic is He Restored... It's a journey to to a a restored restored soul, soul. Mm -hmm. which comes from Psalms 23. So many people, you know, Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it says he restores my soul. Mm -hmm. Well, so many people don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that we would talk to Sandy a little bit today about that, what that means, what it is. And about what the Bible study that's going to be about in the summer series. Because we'd love for all of you ladies to get involved and get to that summer series if you can It'll always to be recorded. So if you can't get to it in person, we'll make sure you, get, you can get the book. You can do your own study and you can listen to the CDs, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can still listen to CDs. We still can. <laughs> we still mm-hmm. our podcasts, right? We can still mm-hmm. do that. So, but I wanted to talk to her about that because I think it's very very important because we don't always think about the soul. He a journey to a restored soul and that's what we want, is a restored that's soul. Right. And it's a process, okay? It takes time. It's not like, ah, oh, it's a quick fix and mm-hmm. it's done. So let's talk about, first of all, what is the soul? You hear about that and you go, well, you know, hey, yeah, I want to be free and body, soul, and spirit and heal body, soul, and spirit. Well, What is the soul? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, the soul, according to the word of God, is our three parts, mind, will, and emotions. And in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, it says, May the God of peace sanctify you whole, W-H-O-L-E. yes, And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved complete at the coming of the Lord Jesus. And we get it all mixed up. We always say body, soul, and spirit, but that's not spiritual order. Yeah, Spiritual order is your spirit rules, your mind, will, and emotions, which is your soul. And that's what you rule your body instead of, oh, I have a headache today. And so it just governs your whole day. Right. No, that's incorrect. According to the word of God, we are spirit beings. We have a soul. And this is our earth suit. We live in a body. That's right. And so the soul, the choices you make, your will, your emotional well-being, and your thought processes. You might have a sick brain, but your mind is always intact. Mm. Your mind is part of your soul. Yeah. A good example is Lazarus and the rich man. When when uh, uh, the rich man was in, heav- or in hell, he wasn't in heaven, when he was in hell, and he cries out to Lazarus. Who was in the bosom of of Abraham? He still had his mind. He said, "Please go tell my brothers. I don't want them to endure this faith. Yeah. He his mind was perfectly intact. Yeah, and so it is so important that we're healthy. We have a sound mind. Yes, that our emotions are healed. Yes, and and that our will makes proper choices. Right. So that's where we're gonna journey toward.
0: That's exciting. And you know what? Until you do those first two. You can't make the right choices. You cannot. Or you cannot and make the choice. And you won't. Mm-hmm. Until those first mm-hmm. two things are taken care of. Exactly. So you're like, well, I just keep making the wrong choices. Okay, mm-hmm. we need to go to the root. That's right. Let's go back to mm-hmm. the root. Mm-hmm. Well, why is a healthy soul so important?
1: Well, first of all, and you probably don't remember this, but we were on a trip. We were with Rick and another couple and you. Okay. And we were sitting at the dinner table one night. Tell me if you remember this. Okay. So we're sitting at the dinner table. And uh, the, the woman that was with it was just going on about some kind of physical ailments and, and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, Rick just, you know how he does, he just leans back in his chair very calmly. And he says, well, all that we need to be concerned about is a healthy soul. Because if our soul's healthy, our body will be healthy. Mm-hmm. And that was, a, this was years ago. Do you remember
0: that? I do remember that. Now. That was
1: such <laughs> a defining point. I mean, that had to have been 20 or more years ago. Yes, I think
0: more. And more because,
1: ways. is it, yes, it's third John 1, 2. The Apostle John prayed, I pray above all, all things, things that you will prosper and be in health Even as your your soul soul prospers. prospers. Yeah. So if your soul's not prospering, your body can't be in maximum health. And so that's where we want to go. Yes. That our soul is so healed and restored by the shepherd that our body's healthy.
0: Yeah. And
1: so when he said
0: that, it was like, yeah. So important.
1: And that really started me on a journey. I mean, you and I have both been on a journey yes, to have, have our soul restored. Yes, and
0: mm-hmm. it is a journey. That's mm-hmm. like what I said. It isn't like something that's a quick snap. fix and snap mm-hmm. your fingers, it's mm-hmm. done. It is a process. Is. And as you get go through the process, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to have certain, some things healed before you can see exactly. other things. Exactly, And so you always want to stay open mm-hmm. and open and transparent before the Lord too. Okay, what is it you want to show me now? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. until we get to heaven, -hmm. Okay, we're all under construction. That's right. right? That's right. Right, Until we get to heaven. That's exactly right. So what are wounded behaviors and how do they affect our soul?
1: Okay, well, a wounded behavior, 85% of wounded behaviors occur before marriage, for those of you who are married. And so in my in my own testimony, I had a very angry dad until he got born again. Once he was born again, by then I had two children and, and I was married. But he he uh manifested that anger toward me because hurt people hurt people.
0: That's right. He had
1: a horrible, horrible dad (coughs) and he was very angry with his dad. And so that manifested toward me and toward my sisters until he was born again. And then he was a new creation and he dramatically changed. But I was very wounded. It's a behavior that affects your future and your present. And so I was very wounded by that anger and as i said 85% of people bring those wounded behaviors into marriage yes. and so if randy did anything that reminded me of my father i would go into this prison this soul prison that i couldn't get out of i didn't know how to get out and he would say how long am i going to be in the freezer this time because all that i knew was to go into self protection mm-hmm. when i was a little girl i remember i would go into my closet and i would i would pretend that i was cleaning out my closet because I was so afraid of the wrath of my dad. And I would literally get into a fetal position to try to protect myself. And so, and and Randy's not, he, his dad was a rageaholic. And so he dealt with that at the cross. Randy dealt with that at the cross. But it, just say in the car, he would get mad at traffic. And he still does, to be honest with you. And he would be the first to admit it. And so does Mr. God. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But I, yes. Would, I would just go into this frozen condition. Right. That was a wounded behavior. It's not anything that my husband did to me. Right. But I had that wound in my soul. And, you know, I always tell people you have to feel to heal. A lot of people don't want to feel, they don't want to feel the things that hurt them. That's true. But you'll never get healed. That's right. Like you said, it's a process if you don't come to the light. Yeah. And what the light reveals, the light heals. So we're going to be allowing the Holy Spirit to shine his light on those hurt areas to heal us so that we can be whole. And so now when we're in traffic, I'm just going to get over it. (laughs) You know, maybe the Lord's delaying us because he's protecting us. Yeah. And then He'll, he'll immediately stop. So it doesn't affect me the way it used to affect me.
0: Right. And I, I, you know, I definitely experienced the same kind Mm -hmm. of thing coming out of the background I came from. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wounded behaviors Mm -hmm. and just the abuse and the things that were said. And it's like I was making Rick pay for that. And because I wasn't healed and I didn't know what to do with it, Mm -hmm. I was making him pay for something really Mm -hmm. he didn't do, Mm -hmm. but I had these wounded behaviors. So if the... And he never raised his voice at me, but if I felt like I was being like, oh, I made a mistake, because I could never make a mistake, mm-hmm. okay? Right. It was never enough. Never enough to you can never do enough to be worthy and never enough to be good enough. To be good mm-hmm. enough. You mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, so if I made a mistake because I had that wounded behavior of that I was wounded and hurt, then he wouldn't even have to say anything. Mm-hmm. I would just go into this automatic protection exactly, mode like exactly. you said mm-hmm. and and you know and i remember one time it was so and because mm-hmm. i saw this in my home that they would throw things at each other whatever mm-hmm. and one time i did he i was like oh no i made this mistake he's gonna get mad and i just like threw this it was a a, what was it? It was a bottle of pledge, like a can of pledge. And he just caught it and put it down. And I, was <laughs> I like,
1: remember that story. And I
0: was like, wow, that's really different. I was like, no, I never saw that modeled in my house. That <laughs> you thought he was going to fall back. Yeah, because that's, again, I was reacted at a, at a, a wounded behavior, mm-hmm. something that had happened in my life, mm-hmm. and this is how we dealt with it. Mm-hmm. This is how you knew how to survive, but that isn't God's will. No, it is not God's will. It's not God's will. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not how he wants his chosen girls to live. That's right. Like that. And that's so right. that's why it's so important to get find out, identify these wounded. But, but you are. may be doing something, you're going, I do this and I don't know why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Because that was me. I mm-hmm. I do something, I'll go, no. That's not me. Why did I just respond like that? Why did I act like that? And I started the whole, as I started walking in the process of getting my soul healed, and I'd ask the Lord, and I'd hear Him say, "Because that made you feel rejected, yeah, and because exactly. you felt that way, then exactly. you stepped back and went back into exactly. that behavior." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You're right, God. Help me to start mm-hmm. seeing it before I walk in." Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it is a process yes. of getting healed, and yes. it takes time. You know. Yes. So, what are some vital and necessary? steps that we can take that will help in healing our wounded soul.
1: Well, my honestly, my first step, and it's probably a psalm you all know, is Psalm 103, one through five. The psalmist it. speaks to his soul, and we'll, we'll be doing that a lot. You've got to speak to your soul. You've got to speak. That's your spirit, because the word of God lives in your heart and in your mouth. That's where faith is found. You believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth. And so the first step is, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Yes. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not any of his benefits. And then he lists the benefits. He forgives all of our iniquities, but here's the second one. He heals all of our diseases. Now remember, David is saying, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. He is commanding his soul, his yes. mind, will, and emotions to bless the Lord. And then he says, Don't forget, well, that Hebrew word means to don't forget he treats you well. His benefit is that God treats us well. And so it says he heals all of our diseases. Well, disease is dis-ease. He heals the dis-ease of our soul. Remember, that's who David's talking. Yes. He's talking to a soul. And he says, God treats you well, soul. He will heal all of your diseases because disease leads to disease. Yep. And then he redeems our life from the pit. Cindy and I both came from the pit.
0: Yes. We yeah. both
1: came from destruction. Yeah. I mean, I know all her background. She knows all of mine. We walk in the light with each other. Yes. And I think when we met each other, we were both a pile of trouble. <laughs> and so We were a
0: mess. We were very
1: young. I can say I was a mess. I sure. was a mess too. Because <laughs> it is a journey. It is a journey. <laughs> and, and so you just begin to bless the Lord. But here's what's really cool. And I if if you are a Hebrew scholar... Forgive my mispronunciation, but the word for spirit or Holy Spirit in Hebrew is the word ruach. It's R-U-A-H. The word for soul is nefesh, N-E-P-H-E-S-H. Okay, but watch me now. Ruach in the Hebrew is pronounced ruach. It's an exhale of the breath of the Spirit of God. Whereas nefesh is an inhale. It's nef. So as he breathes on us, we inhale the life of God. That's how Adam was created. He was just dirt. Yes. I mean, he was just a dirt sculpture. But then ruach, breathed into him, and Adam became a living being. And some translations say he became a speaking spirit. Mm. We are speaking spirits. Yeah. And so he breathes his life into us. We inhale that life. And as we begin to do that, we begin to bless the Lord and bring to light, yes. just like I shared, like Cindy, we understand why we react that way.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And knowledge is power. It sure is. So when you get that knowledge, then, you know, the word, we always say grace is what? Undeserved favor. Undeserved favor. But what grace really is, is empowerment.
0: That's so true, so true. I agree. So we have
1: the grace to begin to overcome. The truth will set you free. And
0: you have to give yourself that
1: grace. Yes, you do.
0: You do, because I I remember that. Because Jesus does. He does. (laughs) He Mm -hmm. gives it to us, but for Mm -hmm. some reason we still... Don't think, oh, but I can't, I'm, I can't have that. He doesn't mm-hmm. want that for me because he's still that, he's that taskmaster. I see exactly. him Exactly. I see him in heaven as like, oh. He's Pharaoh. He's Pharaoh. Uh, oh, yeah. no, cross X, 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 you and, know.
1: And look, red, a red pen, well, this is pink, but red pen. <laughs> yeah. And he's grading us. He's grading
0: us, us. he's mm-hmm. grading us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, and but until you know and you receive that grace mm-hmm. you can't even give it to yourself no you cannot and mm-hmm. and you have to be able to give yourself mm-hmm. grace to, to to be healed mm-hmm. And to just know God loves you. He does, regardless. He, regardless, no matter what, mm-hmm. how bad and screwed up I've messed mm-hmm. up. He still... Just on
1: Sunday, Rick said he loves me as much on my worst day yeah. as on my best day. I
0: know. Because it's
1: not about performance. Thank God. Jesus already <laughs> made an A on your report card.
0: Amen.
1: He already did it. He sure did. And so... So what do you do? You just, Lord, I receive. Just an act of faith. Yes. I receive your grace. I receive your grace. I can't manufacture it. I can't nope. make it happen. Nope. But Lord, I receive it because, because the grace of God was revealed through Jesus Christ.
0: Yes. And it is revealed. And it's still and being let, revealed. And it's still being revealed. Mm-hmm. So let it the grace mm-hmm. of God be revealed in your life to mm-hmm. give yourself grace to be healed. Exactly. To give yourself grace to To know that God loves you, just to just give yourself, it's like, it, it's like it can't be that good. Yes, it is. It is. It it is really, that good. It is that mm-hmm. good. It really is. So mm-hmm. I love that. Can you? And I loved about you were talking about dis-ease, disease, and we hear that about a, a lot yeah. that causes diseases. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what is? Can you share a time when you allowed the Lord to heal a disease yes. in your soul? I can. I can share many. You and
1: I can both. I we'll be here sure. till tomorrow. <laughs> Sharing many, many times. But what immediately came to my mind was uh, some years ago, I had something, a, a very dark, fiery trial hit me. It uh, was one of those, didn't expect it, never planned on it, never confessed it, but put wham. Now, the Bible's very clear in Psalm 35 that the enemy aff- afflicts us without Cause, yes, because so often, I mean, it just life happens, and and the devil hates God, and he can't do anything to the Lord, but instead he'll go after God's children, and Revelation twelve speaks of that. Very, it it says the enemy went after the woman who's the church, Mm -hmm. and so, but but there's biblical accounts, for instance, the man in John chapter five who had been in a bit of sickness for 38 years, he had a diseased soul. He was a complainer. He was full of self-pity. And Jesus asked him one question, do you want to get well? Yeah. And what did the man do? He gave Jesus an excuse. Right. He said, well, I don't have anyone to help me. Yeah. Well, Jesus, for one thing, he doesn't take excuses. <laughs> it's true. So you can forget your excuses. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, arise. I don't think he said, arise, take up your bed and walk. I think he said it loud. Yeah. Arise, take up your bed and walk with firm authority. And the man instantly leaped up. He took up his bed. And then Jesus said startling words to him. He said, go and sin no more, Mm -hmm. lest a worse thing befall you. Mm -hmm. So there you have a biblical account that sin had caused his his dis-ease. yep. He That's was true. his dis ease led to disease. Okay, yes. so I always, if I have a flaming missile hit me, a, a dark trial, I always say, Lord, did I allow this? Right, did something in my soul open the door? Sure, Cindy, remember that time I had rats in my attic? Do you remember yes, that time? I do. And I was so angry because they yeah. were big. I'm telling. <laughs> I saw one because they, they, the guy had to poison them. And he said, you're probably going to find him in your yard. They're going to eat the poison and they're going to go outside and die. Go, die. And I mean, he said, now these are going to be alpha rats. And I'm telling you, wow. it was like the size of a cat. This thing was so big. And I was, I was so angry. I said, Lord, why did you allow rats in my attic? And I heard the Lord say, I did it. You did He said, you have to close the openings.
0: Mm -hmm. I remember you. So we had
1: the pest control guy come and he plugged up all the weep holes. We plugged up any possible entrance Mm -hmm. and we never had a rat again. Yeah. Okay, so I just said, Lord, did I allow this trial? Did I do anything? Yeah. Now, when the Lord corrects you, you should embrace it. Absolutely. Embrace the grace yes. of correction. Yes. And so I'm never, ever afraid for God to correct me. No. Because it's a
0: sign of God's love. That's whom true. Whom the Lord loves. He, he chastens. chastens yes. Or disciplines. Yeah, and it's not condemnation.
1: No, there's no, no. Condemnation. There's no, no condemnation. condemnation. There's no accusation.
0: There's no accusation. That's mm-hmm. not how the Lord corrects, right? That's right. He, no. It's a conviction. And it feels good. And it feels good. It feels good. It's a good. conviction yeah. because you feel this... It's not this uh, a condemnation, oh, you know, oh, you know, kind of like this is, is this. It just makes you, it woos you, really. Yeah, it's right. a wooing. Exactly. I mean, exactly. that's how I that, explain it. That's how it feels. Mm-hmm. It feels different. So right. I didn't mean to interrupt. Right, no, it's but, okay. But, but yeah. I always say
1: that Esau repentance is I'm sorry for the consequences. Yes. No, 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 no. Genuine re- repentance yeah. is, Lord, I have broken your heart. Yeah. And that's broken mine. And so I'm going east, I'm going to go west. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you beat yourself up. No. I mean, Romans 8, in no. that the, the, the Amplified says there's no judging guilty. That's right. For those who are in Christ Jesus, there's That's only right. two laws the law of the Spirit of life and the law of sin and death. Yep. So we embrace the law of the Spirit of life. So I asked the Lord, Lord, did I do anything to allow the sin? And, I, and I, I don't know if you're like this, Cindy, but I so remember. I, for some reason, God it speaks to you and me in the bathroom. You got chosen in yes, the shower, that's right? right? <laughs> and, and I have a jacuzzi in my bathroom. I was standing right next to the jacuzzi. I remember, just like yesterday. And that gentle, sweet, non-condemning voice yes. of the Holy Spirit very gently said, you're nursing a grudge. Just like that. Mm. And I didn't have to go, well, how am I nursing a grudge? You don't argue with God no. when he corrects you. You just no. say, yes, sir. Yeah, show me what it is. There are times that he's corrected me and I start laughing because I think, oh, you're right. (laughs) And so I knew though, I didn't even have to say, I knew something had happened 10 years prior that had hurt me. And I, I didn't realize that I was nursing a grudge or I wouldn't have done it. Of course not.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But
1: I was. I just had that deep, hidden, deceptive grudge And so then, I mean, I just immediately, as soon as I said, Lord, you know, confess means just to say back and agree with, I said, Lord, I agree with you. You're right. I'm sorry. I put it under the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus cleanses me of all unrighteousness. So I did a whole series on what are you nursing? And, And women, especially women, I mean, we're the ones with the breast and we nurse things much more than men do. Sure. And so I we did nursing grudges, nursing anger, nursing bitterness, nursing resentment, uh, nursing, what are some other things we might nurse? Anger. Anger, that's true. Hurt, pain. Yeah. And I mean, it was revolutionary for me. Yeah. And, and so I repented of that and I never went back. And I'm very cautious about nursing anything but health, And joy and peace. Those are the things that I want to nurse. Yeah, and and especially women. Men don't understand nursing. (laughs) We understand nursing, and so that is an area of the soul. Where do you nurse a grudge in your soul? In your soul. And so when I repented that, I I believe it's Psalm. I want to say Psalm one twenty five. I think but I don't have my Bible in front of me. But it says, my soul has escaped like a bird out of the snare of the trapper. The snare is broken and I have escaped. And so when I repented of nursing that grudge, the snare was broken like that and my soul escaped. So we're gonna spend a lot of time releasing that's our so soul.
0: That's so good, that's
1: so yeah. good. So, oh, I wanted to read this in Isaiah 55, 3. This is the Hebrew. It says, listen to me so that your soul may live. So when, you, when you listen to the word yeah. and, and solid Bible teaching like we have here at yes. Summit. Yes. When you listen, your soul will live. Yes. So when your soul is restored, your soul will live and you bless mm-hmm. the Lord with your soul.
0: That's so good, right? Um, Uh, Hey, this is just a taste, just a taste taste. of what the summer series of the Bible study is going to be about. Remember, Mm -hmm. it's starting on June 1st for six weeks on Tuesdays at 10 o'clock. Promptly. Yes, promptly. Promptly at 10 o'clock. Promptly at 10 o'clock. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be amazing and God is going to use it to bring a lot of freedom, amen. a lot of freedom, which is, that's what it's about. Okay. He said he came to give us an abundant life, right? That's abundance in every area of our life, but there could be something in your soul that is keeping that from happening. What God wants for you. And more than anything else, Sandy and I both want to see our women set free We want to see them living that incredible, abundant life, amazing life that God has for them. More than anything else, that's our heart because that's our—that's what God wants for us. Yes, it is. He wants it for me. He wants it for Cindy. Yes, he wants he does, it for, for you. It's—it's it's not just oh for somebody special. It's for everyone. That's right. So come on, girls, let's get our soul healed and see what God wants to do and. Continue to walk in that amazing life that God has for us. And I can't wait to see you next time. Thanks for being with us and joining us this time. And I'll see you next month. Bless you. We love you. Remember your chosen girls.